Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 171 of Weekly Poker Hand. We're again playing a $5,000 buy-in six-handed World Series of Poker event. We are in the money in this hand. The blinds are now 4000 8000 so a bit higher than last episode. And in this hand, a tight, aggressive kid makes it 18000 in the cutoff seat with my effective stack being 300,000, so about 28 big blinds. Is that right? No, 30, 35 big blinds. There we go. Um, so with Ace-Jack suited, should we call or re-raise? I think it's fine to go either way. Hands like Ace-Jack suited, Ace-10 suited, Ace-Queen suited, King-Queen suited, these types of hands that flop really well, I'm going to call with the majority of the time. And I'm going to be three-betting stuff like ace-jack offsuit. Uh, what that does is it allows you to have some ace-jacks and you're calling in three-betting range. And in general, you want to be calling with the hands that are going to flop better. And that's going to be the suited hands. So if you want to have a calling range, which I actually don't think you even need to have at this point. You could just three-bet everything. But if you are going to have a calling range, ace-jack suited usually fits very nicely into it. Um, if you do three-bet ace-jack suited and get jammed on, notice I would make it, let's say, 55,000, and then he would go all in for my 300. I think we probably have to call it off. And again, that's a spot where you don't want to be in because our hand flops well enough such that we can just see a flop and go from there. Um, when you three-bet a hand like ace-jack offsuit and get shoved on, it's a similar situation where now you have a little bit less equity because you're not suited. And, and being suited does matter and and especially in tough tournaments you want to make sure that you do have at least a little bit of an edge to get it all in and being suited may easily be the thing that sways a call away from a fold you know if you're suited you call the all in if you're not you folded the all in so don't think you just have to get it in because we have ace jack unless of course your opponent is a loose aggressive player who's raising a lot of hands and then just jamming over every three bet because he thinks his opponent is his opponents are too weak, and there are certainly some people like that who exist. But against a tight aggressive kid, I'm just calling this ace jack suited every time. And I would three bet hands like ace jack offsuit and fold if I get um, fold if I get four bets. All right, so I call, planning to see a flop. Small blind folds. Now a big blind who I've labeled as a loose aggressive French lady, and for some reason I cannot picture who this is for the life of me. I, I've I thought about it for a while. I think I may know who it is. And if I do know who it is, I would be going all in here every time. And that may seem a little bit crazy, but this is a pretty decent situation to squeeze because if the initial raiser ever folds, you're left in against a button range that should be somewhat marginal. And if that's the case, then the big blind can squeeze very often and then just make a continuation bet on the flop and force the player on the button to play for a large chunk of their chips. The the player in the big blind had about 800,000 to start the hand, so 100 big blinds. They're they're in great shape. Um, Could I call in this spot? I put in 18 and I have to call 52. I definitely think we could easily peel and see a flop, but against players who I think are three betting or squeezing in general too often... I'm much more inclined just to shove because that's going to force them off a lot of their bluffs. And I do think my opponent's bluffing here sometimes. One thing that would send off warning bells if I was playing this hand today is that when your opponent makes it 52,000, which is not actually that much on top, 
30, 34,000 on top, I think. My opponent has to expect me to, or at least one of the players, the initial raiser or me, to call a decent amount of the time. And if my opponent expects us to call a decent amount of the time, well, then the opponent must have something reasonable, right? And if the opponent must have something reasonable or very good, then I don't really want to be shoving hands like ace-jack or ace-ten or ace-queen or king-queen because my opponent should have should be very weighted towards aces-kings-queens and ace-king, right? Because the opponent expects to get action. And that's a hard thing to try to figure out when you're playing against someone you don't really know or against someone who you're playing with for the first time. Because some players will three-bet small in the spot with their whole range, whereas other players use various sizes. Or maybe the opponent three-bets with exactly aces and kings to 52,000, three-bets to 70,000 with everything else. And... It's very, very hard to know what people do. I typically three-bet bigger out of position just because you usually don't want your opponents to call in position. Even if your opponent, even if my opponent knows that I have something like ace-five suited, they don't really want me to call from in position if I'm going to play anywhere near intelligently after the flop. So anyway, in this spot against this player, I do like the all-in. I think we have a ton of fold equity, and our opponent could just have random live cards like king-five suited or nine-seven suited. And those, if you can shove and make those hands fold out their equity, that's usually a pretty good result. Now, I understand when I shove and get called, I'm going to be behind the majority of the time. And that's just a risk you have to be willing to take in these tournaments. Um, we already are in the money in this tournament, so there are no relevant payout jumps for a while. And even then, I think this is just going to be an all-in spot the majority of the time. So let's do that and pray we don't lose. I do go all-in, and the opponent folds. So that is a great result. I actually just released a book, a new book called Mastering Small Stakes No Limit Hold'em. It is a big book. It's about 500 pages long. It has 237 hand range charts, I believe. And we discuss this a decent amount in the book about how to play when you have a relatively shallow stack. And we discuss how to figure out if it's profitable to go all in in these scenarios based on what you think about your opponent's re-raising range, and then calling of your all-in range. And what really matters is how often is your opponent re-raising, and then how often are they going to call you. You may think your hand is the most relevant thing, but actually it's not, because unless your opponent's calling your shove really wide, almost every hand that's not a premium hand is going to be pretty far behind your opponent's range when they call you. It doesn't matter if you have ace-jack suited or 8-7 offsuit. They're all going to have 30-ish percent equity when you shove and get called. So knowing that, what really matters is how often are you going to get called? If you're going to get called a lot, then this shove is really, really bad with ace-jack suited or anything. If you're going to get called almost never, then shoving with any two cards is great. And I know it feels really risky shoving with any two cards in the spot, but I would almost certainly say that if the opponent is who I'm thinking of, shoving with any two cards here is going to be a great play. And I'm not going to say I would have done it every time because, I mean, in reality, I'm not calling the tight aggressive kids preflop raise with much. But if I found myself in the spot with almost my entire calling range, I'm probably going to be shoving against this player because I think the player in the big blind is re-raising too often and then not calling the shove nearly often enough. So definitely a cool spot. If you have not already checked out Mastering Small Stakes No Limit Hold'em, you can get it at jlpoker.com slash mastering. And um, let me know what you think. Leave a review for it on Amazon. That is by far the best thing you can do for me to help me, um, you know, sell more books and help other people improve their lives. So please do that. 
Thank you very much for being here today. Good luck in your games, and I will talk to you next week.